What's up, Brewskies? My name is Marco Dupa, and with me as always, you know the man. He's the great, he's the powerful. It's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Let's have a round of applause. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tonight's brew is from the Wynwood Brewing Company Wynwood. out of Miami, Florida. We got another one for you, folks. It's the Pops Porter. Pops Porter. And Adam will have a little bit more about that after the break. And what we have for you on tap for tonight. Look, listen. <laughs> <laughs> we know, okay? Do we even need to say it? You know what's going on. We all know what's going on. The end of the world, maybe? Or just the end of uh, the world for women and femme presenting people. But what can we do about that right now in this moment? Not much. But what we can do for you guys is drink beer. Is drink beer, <laughs> and and just give you some recommendations on some fun things that we've had going on to kind of block out all the negativity and uh, uh, vile and disgusting things that are happening uh, around the world and at the world at home. So let us be your solve. In that vein. It's an oops, all cheers episode where we just talk about cool shit and doing cool shit and being into cool shit and stuff like that. We're going to try to keep it positive, 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 folks. In the face of reality, we say no. <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> Not today. No. Not in this hour. So let's just get right into it. This is episode 360 of the One Baron Podcast. Do a kickflip. <clears throat> Attention on that. I don't know. Who knows? Clink it up. Drink it. Ooh. Okay. It's been quite a while since we've had a porter. Yeah, I think we're working with a winner on this one. Spoiler alert, I think we're <laughs> I think we're working with a winner on this one. <clears throat> Ah, all right. This is the One Beer In podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew, and we see where that one brew takes us. This is uh, episode 360, as I stated before. Thank you guys for listening, drinking delicious beer. Have a beautiful evening. All right, let's go. See you later. It's <laughs> um, all no. the good stuff we have for you today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all the, positive, all the positivity that we could come up with. Um Thank you guys for listening, sharing, subscribing, all that jazz. Leave a comment below. Leave a comment about the cool shit that you're into. Yeah. <laughs> the cool things that you've been doing. How are you getting by? To, uh, to uh, yeah, distract you from the, the horrific realities of living in America right now. Living in America. All right. Uh, Obi, you want to tell the people a little bit more about what we're drinking tonight? I would love to. Right. And mind you, I mistakenly said that this beer can did not have a cold read i was wrong oh i don't you don't, I don't think you said that on the show i know what i'm just saying i want to be as honest as i possibly can so i said it off mic Re revealing private lies yeah private lies <laughs> um so this is the winwood brewing 
Pops Porter, Robust Porter. And the cold read goes as follows. Pops was retired when I said, hey, Pops, let's start a brewing company. His response? Fuck! <laughs> Make me a beer I can enjoy when I'm grilling, and then we can talk. Uh, of course, I hit him with a rich, chocolatey, malty beer and named it after him. Now you can find him at the brewery sharing stories and his dark porter. He's pretty proud of its gold medal, too. Family first. Luis Brignani. Brignani. Brignoni. Brignoni. Uh, yeah. And that's, again, I have Winwood Brewing in Miami, a place that I went to not very long ago. That's cute. That's yeah. a cute story. Yeah. I, you know, uh, if you guys missed it, we talked a little bit more about the brewery itself uh, when we had... We did? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. A little, a little bit. <laughs> I was there. Okay. All right. I remember. Sometimes you don't listen. So, yeah, you know. I be listening. Uh, but yeah, we talked a little bit about their history, and it seems very family-oriented and kind of cool. Yeah. So I like that about them. Yeah. And the beer's not bad either. Well, I... Uh, his dad seems like a man after my own heart. He said, make me a beer. And the first thing he thought of was a chocolatey porter, which <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate. To have while you uh, grill. Yeah. You can't beat that. Man after your own heart. That's right. Yeah. Love it. <clears throat> All right. Let's get into some. Oh, I guess I can tell the story about the audition because I didn't get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm sorry. No, it's no big deal. But uh, yes, please let the people know. So I, 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 So my cousin Robin, he's in film school right now. And they they had a contest they had a contest amongst all the students in the class to write a script, a short film, and whosoever got voted the best would be made into a movie, a, a short film. <coughs> That's redundant. But uh, so everybody did one. Uh, Robbins was pretty good. Unfortunately, didn't get chosen. Sorry, love you. Uh, but this other kid's story got chosen, mm -hmm. and. I mean, I, I don't know how much, how many details I can reveal about the film itself. I mean, they didn't tell me that it was super secret you or anything. It's not a fucking Marvel you, movie. You didn't sign an NDA. I didn't sign an NDA, no. so whatever. It's it's a really cool concept, and uh, it's a short film about a guy. Well, don't don't reveal, don't reveal. Okay, because <laughs> I'm sure they want there to be. Okay, well, it's an interesting stuff, short yeah. film. Do you know the name well, of it? Uh, um. The Attack of Jack. The Attack of Jack. Yeah. So that'll probably become a thing eventually. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully something. I mean, you know, whatever. They, they didn't choose me. So maybe, maybe the movie never comes out. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? No, no. It was a, it was a fun opportunity. My, my cousin, he comes to me and he says, he comes to me and he says, <laughs> he says, uh, we're doing this short film thing. I think you should audition for it. And, uh, I was like, cool. What's the, uh, what's the script? You know, I mean, of, of course I've. I would love the opportunity to just do something like that. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't just get thrown across your desk sure. like that. So he gives me the casting call, and the guy's looking for a 16 to 20-year-old Irish, white, and, and I don't just mean white, on the casting call, pale, hmm. sunken in skin, because the uh -huh. guy, loosely, I can say, is suffering from something. Mm -hmm. Uh an affliction of some sort. <clears throat> or maybe not. That's kind of the point of the movie. Sure. And so... He, Psychological thriller, if you will. Right. And he yeah. brings this to me, or he sends this to me, and I'm like, hey, man, 
You know I'm literally <laughs> the exact opposite of this casting call, right? I'm old, washed up, brown, and mm-hmm. round. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... I you gotta uh, get that friction down. <laughs> and he's like, nah, it's all good, man. And I'm like, no, it's not, because that's not how Hollywood works. They want a certain look. Sure. You don't just... They put those details there, so they get what they're looking for right what they had in mind at least <clears throat> so week goes by he texts me again and he's like hey so you gonna you gonna come in for the and i was like no <laughs> because i i don't i'm not gonna come in and make a fool out of myself right, right. i'm gonna walk in and there's gonna be like 18 white guys 16 to 20 year old and i'm gonna walk in like <laughs> no i'm not coming in and he tells me that they've expanded the casting call to um Basically, anybody who could knock out the role okay. at this point. Excuse me. <clears throat> so I said, cool. Uh, I think I, I think I can do this. Because I, 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 he let me read some of it ahead of time. And I was mm-hmm. like, I, I think I can do this. Yeah. So I go in. <clears throat> and it, it was like a real deal. Like, it wasn't just. Casting call. Yeah. Uh, they had the camera set up. The director, one of the producers, and the writer were there. And uh, and they had me do a monologue from the from the short film, which was it was kind of kind of not fair. I don't really know. I don't obviously I don't have any experience auditioning for movies. Sure. But usually an actor gets the script ahead of time Mm -hmm. and is able to kind of work on how they want to deliver the performance. Right. Yeah. This was kind of just handed to me. And they were like, this is how we want this to go. Here's like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Yeah. I feel like that's that's pretty common for short films and student films. Yeah. That everything is such tight pace. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they can rarely send out stuff to like an agent to give to their talent, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they would have had to send it to you. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> One beer in LLC. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so I, we do that. I, I, I come in and I, I, deliver, I deliver what I think is the performance of a lifetime. And they were like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Here's some direction. How about you, how about you, you uh, go at it again? And I, I took the feedback internalized it cried a little because mm-hmm. i was like i thought i did great but it's part of the process yeah. uh took another swing at it they're like that one was better like what you did there here's here's a little bit more feedback internalized that cried some more sure uh took another swing at it and like i mean the third one dude i just i really really fucking you went there i, I went there Nice. I got to a place and they were like really impressed. I'm going to I'm going to gush over myself for a second. <laughs> and I don't mean to sound arrogant, but this is just what they told me, okay? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I'm not going to sit here and talk a little bit of shit, but this is what they said to me. I'm sure. not this is, you know what I mean? Uh so one of the guys was sitting there, the producer. He hadn't said a word to me mm-hmm. uh until the third go around. <clears throat> and he says you you've got i can hear i can hear the emotion in your voice you're delivering the lines really well i need to see it in your face i need mm. to see the anger i need to see like they told me you know you're at a 7 you need to get you need to go past the 7 sure. i was like i can go past the 7 <laughs> <laughs> i've been past the 7 so i said all right 
And I took my glasses off, real dramatic, right? Mm-hmm. Threw them on the desk, and they were like, oh, he took his glasses off. I was like, we're going there. And then I just... I just went went there, just went there. And I could see, like, I'm trying to just, because it's a, it's a movie where the character breaks the fourth wall a lot. He's going to be talking directly at the camera. So I'm trying to look directly at the camera, but, you know, they're sitting right under the camera, so it's hard not to see them. I'm trying not to pay attention to them, but sure. take a quick glance down, and I can see, like, they're, they're into it, mm-hmm. right? Do it, finish it up, and they're like, that was, I mean, that was, that was really good. For a, for, for a person who doesn't have acting experience right i mean all i've done is a drama class and some improv classes like that's it and they were like for a person who hadn't who has no real acting experience that was that was a really really good performance and you know i took that and i was like you know what i don't actually have to be in the movie like just (laughs) hearing the feedback that's enough yeah this was this was worth the trip Yeah. yeah it was all worth it after that so they, you know, they were really nice. But then I was like, you know, maybe they were just being nice because I was there and they're students. They're not, you know, I wasn't sitting in front of fucking Scorsese or anything. It's not like, you know, they could have been mean, but they also didn't have to be mean. Right. I guess so. So I go home. Robin come home. He comes home later and he was like, dude, man, you knocked it out of the park. They fucking loved it. Nice. They loved it. They were like, they, they asked him, they're like where do you keep finding these people? <laughs> and he's like, that's my cousin. He's like, that's your fucking cousin. Yeah. He's like, you need, he, he, you need to bring him back. They said, basically I was the understudy to the guy that they had in mind who is an established actor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, they eventually went with him, which is why I still have a beard because they, they asked if I would shave the beard. And I said, yeah, of course I would. Sure. Yeah. Of course I would. Did they get a fucking movie? I, of course I would shave the beard. And I told people like, if I have a beard next week, I didn't get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and here you are. Here I am. Mm. Yeah. So that's a victory in itself though. Keeping the beard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I didn't want to shave the beard. Yeah. yeah. I got scared. Like once it became almost a reality that i got it i was like oh no and i started looking at my face and i was like i haven't i haven't shaved fully since like 2015 yeah like i i I don't know what's under there anymore where you shave and they're like yeah exactly they're like you know what we made a mistake it's not gonna work out sorry yeah so they ended up going with the the guy which i assumed that they would and but one of the other guys, the director, actually, he was like, I'm writing something, and I want to use him for it. So I might still be in something. Mm-hmm. So him being knows? you. Huh? Him being him you. Him being me, yes, yes. Got it. Yeah, so all in all, it was really, it was just like a fun thing to do. And I and I told myself, like, because I, I was a little nervous about it, and I was like, do I even want to do this? And then I thought, well, I'm just sitting at the house, and I'm like... Why not? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's really good. It's good that you put yourself out there because acting is one of those things that if you're not used to it can be very like uh, disarming mm-hmm. and like, you know, just kind of exposing in a way. Emotionally it is exposing. Ex- <laughs> it is. It really is yeah. emotionally you feel exposing. naked up there if you have to deliver a, a an emotional scene. Yeah. So, yeah. It wasn't like a monologue of my choosing. It was a it was a. It was a scene from the movie, and I, without giving away details of the film, it starts off. He's just kind of delivering these lines. He's 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 speaking, and he's he's like reminiscing on 
his childhood mm-hmm. and there's a lot of abuse involved and there's it's a dark movie it's a really really dark and it sounds like an aronofsky movie <laughs> yeah i think maybe that's what this guy's going for yeah and then there's a there's a rise in it he gets angry mm-hmm. and then it kind of falls back down and you gotta have to settle for a second so a lot of you know so it was it was it was challenging but it was yeah. it was like i don't know man it kind of like awoken something i was like man i kind of hope that they do call me back and i do want to do more shit like that yeah i was gonna say i mean even though you didn't get this one it could lead the way to something that's more tailor-made for you you know and be even better i'm trying to see if i can get my hands on that tape yeah why not make myself a little real why not you know it wouldn't hurt right and you have 360 episodes of a podcast <laughs> in which you're <laughs> you're showing the... your vocal chops and yeah. not to mention your music obviously yeah so, so that's a whole it's a whole thing you got a whole yeah I'm you got a song and dance man there you go a little bit of everything yeah uh no that's really cool yeah that that's that is very very cool uh i obviously only have experience uh on the other side of, of that process yeah um even just maybe a little bit. we could do our own jack attack or attack of Jack. <laughs> no, we'll call it Jack attack. Jack attack. <laughs> and it's, the, it's, like, it's, it's like when um, Deep Impact and Armageddon come out. Yeah, exactly. Just steal the idea. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as their movie drops, ours comes in. Yeah. Jack attack. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. Dante's Peak and uh, what was the other one? The other volcano movie? Uh, um, uh, I know, I know which one you're talking yep. about. Yeah. Or uh, uh, what was the the uh, uh, Protect the President movies? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, uh, something. Uh, Olympus has fallen. Olympus and has then, fallen. And then, uh, what was the White other House one? Down? White House Down. Was that? Is that what it is? That was it. I mean, even the names are similar. <laughs> so so silly God. for them to be like one. It's so. It's just really interesting because these the there there's they're just massive machines that are going in a direction, and then some producer find they're like. You know that they got a Channing Tatum movie coming out, and it's like almost the same exact fucking movie. Yeah. And they're all going, I mean, well, we can't stop now. We're like three months right. into production. Like, what are we supposed to do? Just chop the movie because their fucking movie's coming no. out? But of then, not. of course not. But it, it's just really funny that in a town as small as LA, or Hollywood rather, that two movies get made by two major studios, and not one person is like, you know. Like right down the street, they're doing the same fucking movie, right? Well, it's it's funny because it I am only speculating here, but it's probably because they have these scripts just <clears throat> waiting in a vault. You yeah. know, they're like, we have we have a uh, 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 asteroid movie. We have we have a script for one. Let's bring let's put it out now. Yeah. And then that word gets around town. Everyone's seen that asteroid movie script flying around. So they're like, hey, Armageddon's happening. It it is gonna be huge. Let's jump on that. Oh, you you think one of these studios is like, let's just ride the coattails. Yeah. hundred percent. A hundred percent. Interesting. I mean, maybe they even get lucky and there's like, okay, they got Armageddon. Let's get the other asteroid movie out there yeah the other script that's floating around yeah because we know we can get we can get option b if we want it Mm. so while it while it becomes a thing let's ride that wave a little bit yeah you know interesting yeah i could see that i I I mean i I could see that i think that's that's way more plausible than 
one guy writes a script and then like six weeks six weeks later another guy is like I had this crazy idea. You'll never no. believe it. I mean, I'm sure it's happened before, but I, I, I'm pretty sure it's more calculated than that. They're yeah. like, you know, there's going to be a Michael Bay movie about X, Y, or Z. All right, let's do something similar to that. Yeah. It just to me, it's just. <sighs> I can understand seeing like these weird Amazon movies pop up when when like a big a major studio makes a movie like that, and then like you know some indie movie that just goes straight to Amazon. I can understand that, but it's yeah. it's just weird to see like Columbia Pictures and then New Line Cinema making the same fucking movie. Yeah. And one of them one of them had to I mean like you're saying, I I, I like this I like this theory. So one of them <clears throat> is already in their starting production. They've already mm. got the go ahead, they've got the actors, they got the budget. And then word gets around town and then New Line's like I mean shit. We got that other fucking yeah. president movie and script then it, just sitting there. And it's funny because it becomes like a race, you know? It's like, yeah. who can who can make the movie first? Yeah. Because unlike, like, I don't know, video games or something, I, th- I think exclusively video games, they're, like, super secretive in production, right? It's mm-hmm. like there are rumors and speculations about the next Hideo Kojima game. Yeah. And with movies, it's like, no. As soon as as soon as soon the script is greenlit to get into production, like, everyone knows. Yeah. For the most part, you know, unless it's like a, you know, a Marvel thing or yeah. a Star Wars thing or whatever. <clears throat> but for the most part, it's like, no, that's part of the industry. Like, you know, a, like years, ye- years and years ahead of time yeah. before the movie comes out yeah. that this thing is being worked on. Even even sometimes as soon as the script is being written, you know, yeah. like it's like, OK, so this, one is, of them, this is it. One of them has to be going, we're going to ride this out and wait for their movie to come out. And then we'll watch the performance. And we'll, well, no, because they have to have already scheduled their movie to come out. So they're yeah. going to hope that the the first Protect the President movie comes out and it's great and people love it. And then and then three months later, they have to hope that the audience is like, you know what? I just didn't get enough of that Protect the President vibe. You know, and, and that's the thing. Like, I am curious about the strategy behind it because it doesn't seem smart. You're, no. you're, you're you're clogging the marketplace of the same idea yeah. generally. Seems like opening your subway next to my subway. Right. So I don't know. I feel like it's more of like oh, that's actually a good idea. <clears throat> Let's roll with something similar and get it out before they get theirs out. Cuz I I couldn't imagine cuz now those movies are on streaming services and I I watched them I watched them solely because I thought it was hilarious that they both came out around the same time. Not because I was interested in anyone involved. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine at the time going to the theater for both of those movies. It was one or the other. Yeah. And it ended up being neither. But I wasn't <laughs> going to go watch both of them. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I How mean- much do you like the idea of the president being in peril and then one lone Marine or former cop or whatever sure. protecting him for an hour and a half. Yeah. Tier one specialist yeah. is in there to save the day. Now, I will say any movie involving a uh, nondescript spec ops guy on a one man hell path, I'm on board with. Sure. That's why I really, really liked Extraction. 
no matter yeah. what people say about like the script or ah. how good the movie was itself blah 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 there's really I not been shit. there's really not been much there are many detractors from what I've seen for Extraction because it is that undeniably good of an action movie. Right. You know what you're for getting. Sure. It, it doesn't pretend to be anything other than what it is. The only reason I even said that was because I saw a tweet that was talking about um, all the actors in the Marvel movies post-Marvel movie success mm-hmm. because Chris Hemsworth has said, I guess he said in a recent interview that he was like, I'm going to play Thor until they fucking kick me out of the yeah. studio. And people were like, well, yeah, of course he is. It's his most successful role. He hasn't had a lot of success outside of it. And then other people were like, he has had plenty of success. Extraction just came out. It got a sequel. And he's going to be in some other movie. I guess they're doing another Mad Max movie. And he's going to be in it. I didn't know about that until I saw the tweet. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I know they're (laughs) doing like a prequel uh, about Furiosa. Literally. Oh yeah, the Furiosa. Furiosa. Yes, that's right. So maybe he's in that. He has to be in that. That's yeah. the only Mad Max vehicle. <laughs> well, just because he's Australian, he has an obligation. He has to. to yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's it's kind of like the Israelis with their military service. Like, yeah, he has you, to be your, in a Mad your Max mandated movie. time in yeah. a Mad Max movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, other people were talking shit about like how he hasn't had a lot of success, and some people were talking shit about Extraction. Other people were like, "Extraction's awesome," and I'm we are thoroughly on I don't, that. I don't know how you can not enjoy that movie for what it is. I know. I That's, mean, it's, I know it is. It is what it is, and it's it's really great at what it is. It's kind of how we re- review beers, you know. Like it if it does what it set out to do, then yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's not some avant garde art house movie. No. It's a fucking dumb action flick, balls to the wall. Hour and a half, hour forty-five of just. I don't even think it's that dumb. I think it's just very simple. You know, like it, it, it's very streamlined and and uh, uh, aggressive in its its storytelling, which I enjoy. Yeah, I mean, dumb in that. Like, there's just no way this guy would actually accomplish like what sure, he does in sure. that movie. But I've seen plenty of far dumber movies. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. They at least have some hints at like. You know his inner turmoil, and you know a, a little hint at backstory and things uh, like that. It's it's not yeah. just like oh my god, this is idiotic. Yeah, like eh, they they right, touch right. on there's stuff. A, there's a little gravitas yeah, to there's it. There's enough. There's yeah. enough. There's enough for you to go. Okay, l- let's keep this thing rolling. I mean, honestly, his his backstory is kind of dumb too. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. It's... Uh, what kid died of cancer? A wife died of cancer. A wife left him because the kid, kid died, died of cancer. <laughs> you know, just one of those like, you know what. What is dragging him down right But that now? is enough. That's enough. Yeah. That's, that's enough yeah. to go, okay, yeah. I, I see why he's doing this. Why yeah. he feels so dedicated to saving this kid. Yeah. You know? Yes. You do need that motivation because yes. it doesn't really make sense without the backstory that he is risking life and limb. Right. Other than the call of duty. Right. And uh, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Coming Save out. Save the Indian kid. Yeah. And, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> I and that's been extraction one reel in. <laughs> Speaking of one reel in, you want to talk about some uh, some 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 movies and stuff we've been enjoying? Sure. I don't know. I mean, getting from the the audition part, yeah, of this pod, uh, that was just one thing that I did that brought me great joy right have you done anything that has brought you great joy or do you want to just get into the media that we've been consuming uh well i feel like that's 
a big deal of what's been giving me joy lately. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I've really had, folks. Um, it's it's, it's a, have you ever seen that video of that guy, the girl? She turns off his PlayStation and he goes, "No, no, why?" And she goes, "And she goes, it's all you do." And he goes, "It's all I have." <laughs> and it's the most. I still to this day cannot tell. If it was staged or not, yeah. how convincing he like throws his headset off and he's like, it's, it's, it's all I have. <laughs> like Jesus, dude, yes. I feel that. Welcome to a committed relationship, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I essentially, I've especially how. Tumultuous, tumult, tumult, tumult. You got it the first tumultuous. time. You already nailed it. Tumultuous. Yeah, you did it. Tumultuous. Now you're, you're you're burying, digging that funkadelic. Hole. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, how how awful <laughs> the the state of the world has been uh-huh. uh, uh, as of recent. Um. You know, I've really been digging my head in the sand a little bit. I know that's not really what you should be doing in times of upheaval. Um, but, you know, you need a break sometimes. Yeah. Um, so. You keep fighting the good fight, but there's moments where you have to go. I, you got to. Yeah. To, We've talked about this in the past. Plug. But even if you're on the front lines of whatever struggles going on at the time, you need to take a little bit of me time. A yeah. little bit of a little bit of time of reflection. And, um I mean, even just time to absorb yourself into content, uh, which I've been doing. So I have, uh, you know, it was kind of a <laughs> the, the 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 very minuscule amount of fuck you money I have mm. uh, in comparison to others. I spent on the, as the Americans would say, Akira, 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 uh, graphic novels, manga, if you will, manga, Akira, um, the Akira manga. So it's a collection of all six books of the Akira, Akira. series. That I'm just translating you, uh, thank for you. the whites. That <laughs> you may know uh, from the movie that came out. That is a you know an animation classic. Classic. I mean, don't even put a put a, a, a note that it, it's a classic of anime. It's a, just a animation Not, classic. Just a class. Just. Yeah, just straight up masterpiece. Yeah, so I was always intrigued by it because it makes not a lot of sense. Mm. <laughs> In all honesty, it's really cool looking, and you kind of get the idea of a plot, but it doesn't really all add up to a whole lot of sensical storytelling. No, it's kind of all say. over the place. Um, so I had always heard that the manga is the way to go. If you want to know about the story, and boy howdy, it is. Mm. I have in the past like. The week maybe flown through two of the books about midway through the third book so i'm almost halfway through the entire series so far and it's been like all i've been reading yeah and that's saying a lot because it took me away from dr sleep which i was like you know nose in book hmm. for a long time um now that's that's my side girl okay i'm i'm reading <laughs> dr sleep on the side <laughs> And also, I'm uh, uh, because I I also paired the audiobook uh, with The Shining. I'm doing that with Doctor Sleep too. Mm. So while I'm unable to read it, I will listen to the Audible audiobook and pick up where I left off. 
So, anyway, I I mean, if you are a fan of sci-fi, if this is, you know, your very first manga ever, I I can't recommend it highly enough, at least where we stand today. Yeah. Um, midway through, it is, it, I mean, just such an easy, like, fast read that keeps you turning the pages. Um, very deep, very uh, uh, complex storytelling-wise, but, again, it fills in a lot of the gaps that the movie doesn't have. Yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just think this is, in a weird way, similar to how the movie ended up. It it is a like a welcoming. Uh, it's like a welcome mat for you to jump into another type of storytelling. Yeah. So that's the movies for animation. This is for manga. Please enjoy. Do you think that Akira would have worked better, given how much you've read the manga? Would it have worked better as like a three or four part limited series as opposed to an anime movie. Yeah. A hundred percent. There's no question. Um, I think the only problem was given the, because mind you, the, the movie itself was hand drawn. Like, yeah, that, I mean, the, the amount of work is infamous that they put into the movie. Um, and it shows. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So you just can't overstate how Fucking cool it looks, man. Yeah. It's just so you don't need to fluid. understand anything about it. It just looks so fucking cool. Yeah. It's like the level of detail and the uh, just the the depth of animation that everything has. It's so smooth. Yeah. I mean, compared to stuff like that was out at the same time, like in the 80s, mm-hmm. if you look at that compared to like G.I. Joe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like yeah. completely different. Um, so, uh, as sort of a testament to how tough it was for them to make, like, I just don't think they would have had the manpower or money to do that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I would love to have seen it, but I can definitely see like, okay, we have to cut this thing down even, even to the detriment of the narrative because we just can't do it. Yeah. You know, like it's just too much. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, and now look, you can look at it and say, I mean, it's a classic, the masterpiece, born out of its limitations. Sure. It's financial and, and just uh, physical limit, limitations of the time now. Like you said, though, to the detriment of the actual story. Yeah. But kind of takes on a, a life of its own. It's, a, it's an entirely different thing. Yeah, it it almost comes off as more of like an art house piece the way it stands. You know, yeah. it's like it's very uh, left up to your interpretation why people are doing what they're doing. Yeah, you know, or like what the what what this technology is, what the sort of supernatural elements are all about. Yeah, they kind of how do all these things coexist in the same universe? <sighs> yeah, the politics of it all because it, it kind of has everything. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a semi post apocalyptic story. Yeah. That's also on the verge of another apocalypse. So it's very weird. Yeah. But also obviously has a lot of reflection to, you know, real life Japan. Yeah. Post war. Um, so there's a, I mean, again, here I am, I'm like rambling, but it's because it's such a rich narrative. Yeah. You know, so there, there's a ton to get out of it. I, I mean, I, honestly, I, I kind of want to, I feel like by the end of this, as long as like they don't drop the ball, which I, you know, don't think they will. Um, I think this is going to be a perfect 
vehicle for people to get into manga. Yeah. You know, so. If if nothing else, just look up the Akira bike skid scene <laughs> and then just look up how many people use that. Yeah. You will be, your mind will explode <laughs> when you realize just how many different pieces of media took that one scene. Yeah. When I saw a smash cut of how many different things yeah. used it. There's a gif of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it was just and it went on for like a longer <laughs> than you than you can imagine. Yeah. I mean from SpongeBob to fucking other uh martial arts movies to I mean everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Iconic shot. Fucking Homer Simpson. I think they do it in one <laughs> of the uh, uh, um, uh, Simpsons openings. It's it's just yeah. And I can't. And it's funny you say iconic shot, but it's hand drawn and I a hand drawn iconic. Yeah, it's just it's so good. Yeah, so good. Uh, I want to get back to something because I thought of this question uh, while you were talking, and then I just stopped paying attention to everything that you said for the past twenty minutes. I saw it. Saw it in your eyes. eyes. <laughs> um, no, I, I wonder, as an avid reader that I am, no, that you are, do you think that audiobooks are cheating? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Why? Because it is one step removed from you having a, like, this sounds silly, but having a certain level of control over your imagination. Mm. So the way that somebody reads something is almost as important as the words they're reading. Mm. So when you act as your own internal narrator, I think there is a certain level of, of impression that it gives on your brain mm. as opposed to just hearing somebody read it to you. It's not, it's not like, cheating as far as to the level of watching the movie instead of the book mm -hmm. but i think it is a little bit of a cheat code mm. now i think it's a helpful cheat code for somebody like me who's trying to consume a lot more media than just a book if i only had a book to keep me entertained then you know i wouldn't bother with an audiobook i would just read the book mm. whenever i'm bored but you know, I have video games, I have movies, I have music, I have <laughs> all these things, podcasts. They're they're like, yeah, I I uh, I, I want for not nothing uh, when it comes for entertainment. Mm. But that leads me to have to find time for certain things, certain pieces of media that I do want to consume. So, you know, part of that is Audible.com, our sponsor today. Uh, only on Audible.com can you. That's kidding. good though. That was, I mean, if if they actually were a sponsor, it was, it was good. Yeah, I, li I listen to a lot of Mark Marin, so <laughs> you know, he'll he'll be talking about like the end of times, and then just be like, "Well, right into Squarespace." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one day, one day. Let's play guitar. We'll hit the ten year mark, and then that's when we'll get sponsors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Old and gray. Uh, <laughs> worth worth the wait. Sponsor um, Squarespace. <laughs> I like depends. Square pace. Square pace. Square pace for my teeth. Square paste. Yeah. Square paste. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yes. So I do think it's cheating, but do I care? Not really, because it it helps me get through 
the content I like to consume. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, again, as long as I'm paying attention, it's not far off from reading. What about when you're listening to an audiobook read by the author? Are you being guided too much or... I mean, because it's like listening to an album, right? You're listening to the way that the thing was intended to be read or heard, rather, right? Yes and no. <clears throat> yes and no. And I'll tell you why. An author is not necessarily a performer. Mm. So sometimes, even if they get the inflection right, even if they you know, have their intended uh, uh, pauses and, and all these little things that they had in mind as they were writing it, can they effectively perform that mm. as a narrator? Mm. Sometimes, sometimes not. Mm. So I actually, I prefer when there is a, a voice actor who's been trained in voice <laughs> acting doing the narration. Yeah. Uh, or, or just an actor. I, I know Dr. Sleep is actually narrated by an actor that uh, it's one of those one of those guys you know. Yeah. You know? I can't remember his name yeah. exactly. A that guy. He's a that guy. Yeah, yeah he's definitely that guy. Um, so that, that adds a level of like, you know, uh, uh, shine to the no pun intended uh-huh. uh, to the story because you, you can kind of picture it better. And obviously, he has acting chops. Like you can hear him performing when you know somebody's in distress or yeah. yelling or what, whatever. You can hear his chops. Mm. Uh, so I appreciate that. I like that. And I, you know, even a step further, I like because the the fir- one of the first audiobooks I ever listened to was the Dune audiobook mm. which again I, I can't recommend enough if you're a first time dune reader because there are plenty of things that you will not pronounce correctly yeah um so at least for like the first quarter of the book i i actually recommend that than reading it um but that one actually has like in between chapters like this mood music to kind of get you into the scene mm. and um, I, if I'm not mistaken, even occasional like sound effects and stuff. See, that's a different experience altogether. Yeah, it's almost like a show, like yeah. a like a audio uh, show, like a radio show. Radio show. That's what I meant. Uh, yeah, that's a different thing altogether. You got sound effects, and you've got all that turns it into an actual show. Yeah, like a production. Of, yeah. So, yeah, I I I like that. I it gets me to focus a little more. It kind of in a in a way gets me in the mood <laughs> you know they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to set for you as the uh reader and again as like a um as a uh propulsive force for me to get through the entire dune book which is you know a th- a, a thick girl um it it uh kind of rang in my head as i was continuing to read it you know mm-hmm. the the music, the voices they use, the and I, I think in that one they actually you have different actors playing different roles. Yeah. So like you know it's it's not just like a a forty year old man speaking as a, a, a as child. a wee little boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I yes. I've over time become more pro audio book. Nice. Excuse me. Yeah, I um. I'm pro audiobook because I'm lazy, <laughs> but not just because I'm lazy. I mean, also there's yes, there's a there's the advantage of somebody pronouncing the words that maybe you weren't familiar with, which you know the the only reason my vocabulary is the way the way that it is is because of books 
And the only reason I mispronounce words as much as I do is because of books, reading things and uh, not hearing them, not but hearing only them, reading right, them. Right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess there is a certain level of this person is now guiding your imagination. And I think for me personally, uh, listening to an audiobook actually kind of slows the pace, which is good mm. because I tend to rush through books because I want to finish them. Not because yeah. of the anxiety of it, but just because like I get really, uh, I just get really antsy. I guess that is anxiety. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just ca- calling it a different word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I get through it, and I, like I speed read mm-hmm. unintentionally. Right. And then sometimes I miss things and I have to go back when somebody when there's an audiobook it goes at a a very nice normal nominal pace that like I have to just sit through and I don't fuck with the speed of it I don't put it on 1.25 or whatever mm-hmm. I let it go and you know you can really kind of take in what's being said but at the same time it is distracting when there's like when the narrator's not that good or when you're distracted by their voice and you can't, I mean, unless you really hate yourself, you can't read just be distracted by your own voice, the voice in your head rather. Mm -hmm. You can hear the audio of your own voice and hate that, but the voice in your head, I mean, you got to really hate yourself, (laughs) (laughs) which people do. I get that. You know, I've hated myself from time to time. (laughs) Who does, who among (laughs) us is not, who among us hasn't hated themselves. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. I think there's pros and cons to it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's tough. Is it ableist for us to say that it's cheating? Well, you know, that is part of the conversation, I guess. Because, um, you know, obviously some people can't read the, the words on the, on the page. So right. I guess it – okay, let me rephrase that question. That's a rhetorical question. It is certainly ableist. For us to say that it's yeah. cheating. But you know what we mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> sure. Okay, this is what I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me be perfectly clear. I'm not saying that... I'm not racist. <laughs> I, got, I got blind friends. I got deaf friends. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm saying that cheating is probably the wrong word. True. You can enjoy things however you want to enjoy them. But you know there's a different experience between reading something on the page and unfortunately if you can't see you just can't read the thing on but you have braille so yeah. that's basically reading no no it, it's it, reading it certainly is I'm reading. Gonna stop yeah. this yeah and just move on yeah i think it's probably <laughs> best i think that's probably best just get out of here yeah yeah, off, yeah. Off, off, on that one skirt skirt <laughs> all right all right enjoy your books however you want to enjoy them it's your life uh Certainly don't need anyone telling you how to enjoy a book, okay? <laughs> well, okay. you already have enough people telling you how to... Let me dip a pinky toe in the ableist conversation. Sure. Here, okay? As somebody with at least some level of ADHD, disability? ADHD, <laughs> ADHD. Well, yeah, I guess technically. Technically, yes. I don't know if my, my back disability <laughs> counts as a detriment to my reading, but, you know, that's who. Um <laughs> Um, I can't sit. Oh, I can't read. Yeah. It's been that bad before. Um, but what I meant to say was, as somebody who struggles with keeping attention, 
Uh, I will say audiobooks tend to be a better solution than reading the page. Yeah. It keeps my attention longer <clears throat> than just sitting down with a book. Yeah. In hand. Um, this is why you have to consume so many different forms of media. You just can't be sat yeah. with one thing for too long. Yeah, no, that's definitely part of it. And I mean, I've I've struggled even with this wealth of media to consume, you know. I thought you were about to say I've struggled with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this podcast too. Uh, uh right in a few struggle with this podcast. Um No, but like this is a struggle podcast. Just sitting down and and reading a book in silence oftentimes unless you put on mood music like I was saying before. Yeah. Can be hard if you have ADHD. But if if you have a, almost like a, a, a radio show like we were talking about before, it definitely keeps your attention more than just sitting there quietly reading a book. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So not to say that's an end-all, be-all solution because, you know, God knows I've been listening to a, an audible audiobook and drifted off into my own thought and been like, ah, okay, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. Got it. So it still happens, but I'm just saying, you know, maybe half as often yeah. as just reading the book. So, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, the audiobook is just like it's just it's just way more convenient, man. It's just so much better. Sure. It's just so much easier. I've, I've gotten through books now in my car, just yeah, to and fro. Well, not to and fro, to and from to and fro would be a different thing. See, this is what happens when you when you read and don't really understand what you're reading. Well, to and fro <laughs> means back and forth. What to and fro? It's like, just a fancy way to say it. Yeah, it's really feels it freely. Yeah, this is what happens when you read. Don't yeah, read. Don't read. Don't read. Just listen to audiobooks. Just listen to this podcast. Just listen to this podcast, and you'll hear words mispronounced. You'll hear words used incorrectly. Yeah. Uh, and, and ableism. And and, and ableism. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I, I don't know what more you want out of a show. Yeah. I think we've we've checked all the boxes. Every single one, yeah. Yeah. We'll be featured on fucking uh, uh, <clears throat> American News Network in, in no time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what we're going for. I mean, if they're paying. <laughs> <laughs> I will whore my body out. Please. I don't care anymore. Please, no. I don't care. No. I will lead this podcast into the future. Okay, and that future is white. Okay, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you see that thing? Uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Mm. <laughs> I was just that 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 clip of that uh, that politician where she's like, thank she thanked Donald Trump yeah. for uh, protecting white life, and I know she misspoke, and everyone's like, she misspoke, she misspoke. But that didn't stop the people from cheering. That was going to be my point. The people still cheer for yeah. white life for white life. So that's what we're protecting here on this podcast. <laughs> the best is yet to come. Nice. Nicely yeah, done. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. Let's, uh, let's get into uh, – I'm just so excited. I can't even contain myself, okay? You just can't hide it? I just, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it like it <clears throat> no it's not that 80s song it's it's an even better 80s song it's uh it's highway to the, the danger, danger zone. zone and if we're talking about highway to the danger zone then we can only be talking about one film a cinematic masterpiece 
Top Gun mm-hmm. Maverick. Yep. It took me a little minute to uh, to finally go to the cinema. Yes. To go see it uh, because I missed the window of opportunity for actually multiple friends. Uh, you, <laughs> then Steve, then a, a friend of mine, Nate. Like I missed, I missed the window for multiple friends to yeah. go see it. Yeah. And then I finally was just like, I had a day off, and I was like, you know what? You gotta do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. And and you know it was it was fine. It was a nice time. Just sat there, fucking enjoyed it, and I was, you know, it was it was good. So let's the movie itself. First of all, as improbable as it may be, this film was in develop. I wouldn't call it development hell. But it had been talked about for years. They wanted to do this yeah. movie for a really long time. Well, again, I mean, funny enough, we <laughs> talked about it before, but the script was there for a long time. Yeah. Like, they, they had figured out the general story beats, and then I think they finally were like, okay, now's the time. Let's get this thing in production. And I think they had... I'm not sure if McQuarrie ended up coming in later or was there from the very beginning. Um, but interesting fact, that's your Mission Impossible connection right there. Yeah. So uh, boom, boom. they can't miss together is they all I'm saying. miss. But uh, uh, more so even than uh, Development Hell, it was actually Debut Hell. In Hell. <laughs> it was in Hell. It was burning in Hell. <laughs> in Hell. Um, no, it was Debut Hell because obviously... The coronavirus happened. That did. Um, So they were left in this quandary, like many a film that Mm. was slated to come out in the past two years uh, ended up in. And I think after seeing it, they made the very wise decision of holding off until it was clear enough for people to go back to the movies and see it. And see it, they did. Oh, yeah. This movie is doing numbers. It is tied for sec- or for first place today. <laughs> like, this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, even with every movie that's come out recently, every, like, wanted-to-be blockbuster, mm. it's still there. You're welcome, TC. Yes. Yeah. That was me. It is so good. <laughs> it, it it's 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 kind of hard to put into words like how much they nailed it. Yeah, it's like it's like watching a, a sequel to any of his other movies in the uh, in twenty twenty two and going like how <clears throat> a, a sequel to Top Gun working is as improbable as any of his movies getting a sequel working it's like getting a roadhouse sequel working right you know any of those movies were like it's like watching a jerry Maguire part two (laughs) and then you're like oh he's now he owns his own like uh sports uh uh uh, agent company right and he's got a you know he's got some young athlete that he's got to manage and he's managing, he's also managing quote unquote, his relationship with blah, 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 whatever, whatever. I'm writing a terrible movie, but you know what I mean? It's like watching that movie and going, holy fuck, that movie was actually good. There's no way that it could actually be good. Yeah. And it is. Let alone better than the original. Yeah. Which I sit here, my friends, and tell you it is better than the original. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. If you think of the list of sequels that are better than the the original movies, the list is short. Probably count them on two and a half hands, maybe. <sighs> maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, and this is one of them. I yeah. mean, easily, in easily. my opinion. I'm sure there will be some people who say no. <laughs> I just don't see how you could. I don't see how you can. Yeah, I mean. Them having to wait for this long to make this movie was actually perfect because Miles Teller as Goose's son. Are you choking up? <laughs> you choking up right now? <laughs> it makes me emotional Yeah, to think about how perfectly cast he is. You know, say what you will about Miles Teller. He's great in this movie. And I think he's perfectly cast. Yeah. Perfectly cast. I don't think they could have found anyone better for that role. He's so, so good. Yeah. So good in this. Yep. I mean, I mean, everyone everyone just shows up, man. Even Val Kilmer can't even fucking talk anymore. Yeah. And he shows up and still he's killing it. It's crushing Incredible. it. Incredible. <clears throat> such a good scene. Yeah. It's such a good scene. That scene gave me the warm and fuzzies. Yes, when they yeah. actually I didn't think that they were actually going to use him, I thought... We should say spoilers, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oops. Yeah. Oops. Yikes. Oh, my God. We're talking about Top Gun Maverick. So what are you doing? Hi. We were, were talking, talking about, about Miles Teller. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> he does. I mean, he's shredded. Yeah. yeah. This scene when the they're entire, on the beach. The entire cast is shredded. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Everyone's shredded. Yeah. Even the daughter is shredded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the teenager? Yeah, teenager. <laughs> teenage daughter is she's shredded. shredded, oh, dude. The, the, the motorcycle's shredded. The motorcycle. All the jets are shredded. <laughs> the jets are actually shredded. Sure. They're like beefed up, you yeah. know. And that's part of the but charm of the. they're not Gen 6s. The, no. They're not. Well, they're not Gen 5s. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Gen which I love that they're just like, uh, you guys are either going to understand this or you're not. Well, no, not even. They make it so dumb that anyone can get they, it. Yeah, right. You know, right. you're like, you don't need oh, to know. a Gen 5 must be better than a Gen 4. Yeah. Well, because they don't give you any other information. So they're like, this is all we're going to give you. So all right. you can do is make sense of the fact that, like, we have older planes, this mysterious body of terrorists has better planes, right. but only one generation above. So they're like, the plane itself is better than anything that we have. So you, as a pilot, need to be better than... <laughs> oh, boy. You, as a pilot, needs to be better than the plane yeah. that they have. The technology that they have has advanced. Well, to I was going to say that they said, you know, it's not it's not the... the, the exactly what they said it's not the the plane it's the it's not the it's the pilot it's not the bark it's the bite oh so it, it's <laughs> no, it's not the no it's not um you can take the girl out of texas it's not but. the box but it's the person in the box something like that yeah i don't know no i think he, no i think it's dumber than that i think it's way simpler i think i think they say that it's not the plane it's the pilot something to that they yeah. say it a little more poetically but it's li it's basically just that's what it boils down to it's it's not the plane it's the pilot in the box or something like yeah, that yeah, or yeah. the man the or man, woman in, in the, the box the person in the box which is funny because they keep saying man or woman yeah at which I really thought was funny because, like, all these articles that had come out when the movie came out was like, TC doesn't go woke, and that's why the movie's awesome. And it's like, that is certainly not why the movie is awesome. You know how they got away with that take, though, was because they sneered at it the first time they did it. Yeah. Where that, that the douchebag character was like, oh, sorry, or woman. Yeah. You know, and, and so all the boomers were like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, see that, and there was no, there was no like female character who was like in charge of anything. I think if there, if if say Val Kilmer's character was actually a woman, and Val Kilmer just made like a cameo, mm. then people would be like, ah, here we go with another fucking woman in charge. Well, and there was that entire con- pseudo controversy. I don't even give it the 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 respect of calling it controversy, but a pseudo controversy about them not bringing back the original actress from. The first one, his love interest, but dog. Listen, listen to me. Listen, listen to me. I'm listening. Did anyone watch the first Top Gun thinking that they were gonna make it? Fuck no. No. Fuck no. They were a fling. Yeah. They were a hot fling. Yeah. That's all it was. Did you see that tongue action? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah. Do you do that with your future wife? No. No, you don't. No. <laughs> Maybe that's just this is my judgment call. But I mean, I I just think it is so stupid to think that it makes any sense for those characters to still be together. Yeah, makes no sense. Well, and I mean, you can't you can't bring everybody back. No, like, you no. know, you bring Meg no. Ryan back just to just for her to walk across the screen. You no. know, no, absolutely also, not. Also, also, Jennifer Connelly, bro. Oh, my Jennifer Connelly, bro. Looking great. <laughs> she looks amazing. Yeah. And she always has. Yeah. Jennifer yeah. Connelly, respectfully. <laughs> A forever babe. I mean, she could get it today, <laughs> oh my <God>. tomorrow. <laughs> I was going to say all of that, but. Hey, I said respectfully. Okay. Respectfully. That's, that's fair. Sure. Respectfully. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly could get it twice on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she looks phenomenal uh, in this film. Yeah. Swing, swing, <laughs> major babe, yeah, major babe alert, major babe alert, major babe alert, major babe alert. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just a fucking stupid thing for it's them. A, to think. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's a stupid argument, and yeah, you should focus on how good the movie is. Though, you should focus on good how good TC looks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the guys. Yeah. We've. I mean, we talked ad nauseum at this point about. How how <clears throat> incredible TC is, yeah. As a Hollywood force, sure. Maybe a plus player. Maybe the last true, uh, 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 what's it called? Movie star. Movie star. Movie star. Yeah. Maybe the truly the last movie star in the traditional sense of the word. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know. I think it's clear that he's aging. It, it look, you know, you see the lines on his face. Mm-hmm. It's, but it works because I feel like they're embracing it, and the roles are are moving with him into yeah. his older age. He, they're embracing it in the right way. They're yeah. not trying to turn him into this like superhuman. You know, age doesn't mean a thing to him, kind of guy. I mean, the 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 point is, I mean, the point of Maverick is. That Maverick is a dinosaur. I'm too, I'm too old for the shit. Yeah. yeah, he's done. He's out the game. And he's a guy who's kind of holding on to that last sliver of like, well, <clears throat> how can I still be involved? How can I still make my mark? How can I still do these things that I enjoy? And you've got an entire body of the government that's like, you're done, dude. Yeah. We don't need you anymore. Right. Which is, it's ironic that they chose an even older actor as the person who is representative of what is the future, not John Hamm's character, but having um, uh, 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 fuck, 
forgot his name. He's a good actor. Guy in the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, Super old dude. Oh, no. Yeah, from... Uh, from a ton of A shit, ton of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not remembering his name? Um, uh, I think he's in A History of Violence. Yes, he is. Um, uh, Kane? No, that's his character's name. <laughs> Fuck. What is that actor's name? I'm going to look it up, but continue your thought. But it's funny that he is the guy chosen to represent uh the the military moving on from the old school it would make right. more sense it does make more sense that john ham's character is the guy who's like i didn't even ask for you to be here ed harris ed harris yeah i wanted to say ed wood but i was like it's definitely <laughs> it's not, not ed, ed wood. wood good movie though ed uh, harris fantastic actor of course and he's in most the recently in westworld too yeah yeah so he's there to shut down the program their their mach 10 i think know, it's smart in a way, because it's like showing that other people can age with the system, mm, you know, mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that um, Maverick well, is this outlier that just can't get past his past. Yeah, it subverts the idea that I'm talking about, which is that it would have made more sense to have like uh, like Sam Rockwell come in and be sure. like, you're done. But you're that, done. That doesn't work as well. No, it doesn't. No, it's cliche. It's like, mm. and it was smart to go with a guy like Ed Harris, who's like, "This is how things should be done. We don't want our boys out there dying. You know, we don't want human error anymore. We have this technology. Why should we? Why shouldn't we use it? Yeah, you know, it does make sense that a guy who's a lifelong military guy would be like, "Yeah, let's save the military bodies and money. Yeah, by using this technology." So I thought it was smart, but my initial thought was like, I guess I was so wrapped up in like how these movie cliches usually play out, which is like, huh, it's funny that they didn't use like a younger actor yeah. to represent the new guard. I kind of assumed Ed Harris's character would be this like, you know, uh, somebody on Maverick's side. You yeah. Know? That'd be like, I remember how the old times were. You think he would have brought him into the office like, look, Bav, I get it. Yeah, All right. I exactly. That's exactly what I was expecting. And he didn't. And he didn't. No. He's like, I'm here to shut your ass down. Yeah. yeah. You are so lucky you hit Mach 10, buddy. Right. Which that scene was so fucking Incredible. Cool. <laughs> and it, open what, the movie. What an opening. What an opening. What an opening. Oh, man. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. He's and fucking orbiting the earth. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. And so I think uh, there was a tweet that said this that was an interesting point is like they did all of that mostly with shots of uh control center and tom cruise in a cockpit shaking yeah like that's and and, and doing this yeah moving moving the control up a little bit that's movie magic incredible incredible stuff how you can get you can do that convincingly um is there anything that you didn't like about the movie um we're at like an hour eight. I wanna... That it ended? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I, I Terrible think, for all of us. Yeah. I, I think if, if I have to nitpick anything, because really, I think it is one of the best modern action movies. Um. I guess that some of the callbacks didn't completely hit for me because it seemed a little bit too 
on the nose. Mm. Like the overall the scene of him being back at the bar and you know the the new gang being there and him kind of observing as the old man out of time mm. uh, worked for me. It worked really well, but you know him playing the same exact song that his dad played and like basically recreating that scene to give uh, Maverick PTSD yeah, was yeah. like uh, yeah. it feels a little a little too on the nose, a little bit too much nodding to the original. Like we can get that without literally the same thing happening yeah um so i thought that was a little uh, a little too much a little well too much. and if you didn't get it they <laughs> fucking flash back to actual scenes from the right movie, right so. which again hammered it home even more i'm like mm, we don't yeah. need all this we don't really need this yeah i understand you know some people will be like oh yeah i remember that uh, and they need the they need it you know paint it out for them to be like i remember when that happened yeah but I don't think the movie needed it. Uh, you know, if you're familiar at all with the original movie, you understand what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think maybe maybe he plays a different song or maybe he just plays the piano? You definitely don't cut in scenes from the no, first no, no, movie no, no. No, no, to no. illustrate the point. I think you let it be what it is. It took me out of it a little bit because you can see the distinct difference between film grades, you know? Yeah. It's like really grainy and then back to the like new yeah. one. Um, but that's yeah. I think it would have been more effective if, like, okay, if I'm if I'm sitting here <laughs> rewriting the film, um, maybe um, he just sits there and like plinks at the piano a little bit, you know, and, and maybe he does great balls of fire, but just like yeah, just, just a, a little, little like plays it, and and it's not like a whole sing along uh, yeah. like it, it was. He sits there, is a little pensive, thinks about it, has a sad moment, face drops. Somebody calls him back to the bar, and you know he goes right back at it. Yeah, you know, so you get it. You get the yeah. idea without it. I mean, being him so sitting at the piano would have been enough of a flashback for for uh, Mav to like see him through the window and see him with the mustache and the glasses. Sure. <coughs> Excuse me, and the shirt and everything. Yeah, looking just like his dad, and then he sees them tickling the keys. Yeah, or even just tickling the eye, dusting it off. You know. Yeah. So you know, yeah. kind of touching it or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's enough. That's that would have been for enough. Me. Yeah. yeah, a little more poetic yeah. for sure. Uh, but yeah, a little nitpicky. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I, I, I fully admit it. I fully admit it. I, I still love the movie, but I think stuff like that took me out of it a little bit. Yeah, I thought the third act was a little too improbable. Like we got to a point where it was like, all right, I mean. Somebody's got to die, right? <laughs> One, like, yeah. there's no way that they're pulling this whole thing off. Once they both, <clears throat> once they both ejected and landed in whatever uh, nondescript country they're in, yeah, I was like, "What? Yeah. What are we? What? What's happening now? What are we doing?" And at that <laughs> point, you go, "Oh, I'm fully invested." Yeah, now. I'm not. And and again, these are nitpicky things because there's no way I would have changed any of that third act. But yeah. it is like balls to the wall and saying that they pull off that whole thing <laughs> yeah yeah you know doesn't make any sense but i loved it anyway yeah but it is crazy to think about like there's no way that they survived that there's no. no way of course of course not no no there's there's so many convenient circumstances to them surviving that yeah uh but still thrilling <clears throat> thrilling filmmaking uh i mean obvious okay we know that people are going to look at it as just propaganda, 
just like the original was. There's no disputing that. Yeah, you know. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get the, I don't get the military propaganda thing. Maybe it's because <clears throat> I've just well, you've been, been brainwashed. Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. that's what it is. I don't know. I mean, my parents were in the military, and <laughs> I vehemently rejected that. So yeah. maybe yeah. there's. Maybe that has maybe that informs my opinion a little bit on well, this. We, as we already discussed, you're lazy, so that's true. Yeah, that's true. Fully uh, admit that. Uh, I, I just I always get annoyed with that argument because I just don't get the urge to do anything regarding my country or the military or. I, I, I understand that there are like instances, like like with the Marvel movies, for instance, where like like they they the government actually gets involved with making those movies. Yeah, they let them borrow some jets. But I just maybe it's just me personally, and I'm not trying to be like a you know I think for myself. You guys are idiots. I just don't do your own research. I, I just I I just every time I see that argument, I'm just like, it's not really propaganda. In my opinion, because like propaganda makes these things seem like the best and only choice that you have in the face of some oncoming unnamed and unfaced threat, right? That's usually what propaganda is. It's like this thing is this bad thing is gonna happen and your only choice is to do this thing. It's it's all you have, yeah. right? It and it and not only is it all you have, but it's the best option there's there's no there's not a lot of options but the best one is this right yeah. or or it's like those people are really shitty and here's why and you don't get the other uh, uh facts and opinions on the other side whatever whatever when it comes to these like movies like top gun or like captain america for instance they're always there's always that instance where like you can just see i mean obviously these guys are having fun right but they still died <laughs> there's still sure. danger i don't think they ever make it seem like you know, army ads are propaganda. Commercial, <laughs> yeah. those commercials Inherently, are propaganda. Yeah, yeah. but what sure. I'm saying is, don't you see the difference between like Captain America in those movies? I mean, there there are instances where like he's very realistic, and I'm not trying. I'm not caping for fucking Marvel movies and shit. I'm just saying I don't see. I'm not convinced that those movies are made to uh, elicit this this undying. Uh, loyalty to the American military. Yeah, I I hear where you're coming from. I think that what you're thinking of as propaganda is more in the thought of what it used to be, like for World War II, for instance, where it's yeah, like, I guess it's you a know an antiquated idea. Yeah, of propaganda. us against them, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you know, uh, the American hero will always save the day. Yeah, I get that. I, I but. I think the argument against that is that, I mean, even war itself is a more complicated thing than it was back then. Mm -hmm. So inherently, the propaganda is going to be more complex, too. Mm. So sure, our heroes are at risk, but inevitably, they are the victors. Mm. And it's never in doubt that they're the good guys. Mm. You mm. see? Mm. So, mm. you know, and having a nameless, faceless uh, enemy to fight is also i think highly problematic if you're looking at the world as this you know uh human and whole place that's mm. not uh american-centric 
<laughs> shall we say. Yeah. Um, so we're coming from a place in Top Gun Maverick that Americans are always the good guys, infallibly the good guys. Sure, they mess up sometimes, but at the end of the day, they're going to win, uh, especially against improbable odds, even though America is the, you know, top dog when it comes to militaries in America the world. America is the, in- <laughs> the improbable odds. Yes, exactly. Uh, so... I think that's what people point to as it being propaganda. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I, you're right. I guess my view of propaganda was a little old school. Because I guess that, that does make sense that we are like this, this uh, unbleeding, undying force in the world of, of, of truth, justice, and the American way. Yeah. Black Superman. Black Superman. And, uh, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Still don't I, – I still – I mean, I guess <clears> – <throat> I guess I just can't imagine a person in 2022 watching anything without taking like children, sure, but yeah. like an adult, anybody around well, even our a, age, even people who are like 10 years younger. What, are that's con- what I'm saying. Even like teenagers to this point are so well versed yeah. on everything yeah. that I think way more than we are. I think you have an argument if this came out in like you know 95. Yeah, you know you yeah. But right now, I just don't see any kid, anybody watching it and being like convinced like, oh, shit, I want to be a fucking fighter pilot for the Navy. And I, I want to go out there and save the world. I'm sure like TC did. Look, I'm sure some some kids do get that impression after children, watching it. Children, children, children. I don't know. I mean, I, I think there are probably some kids in, you know, the middle of Kentucky or something where, uh, you know, no offense to Kentucky, but. You know, that fuck you, Kentucky. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't have a lot of other opportunities, and they always sell the military to in in that sort of circumstance where it's like, hey man, what are you gonna do? You know, you're you're from the small town, you don't have a lot of money, or you're from this big city, you don't have a lot of money. But don't you think that that would be the case anyway, even without Tom? Cruise? Sure, sure. I'm not saying this is gonna be the sole. Uh, uh, vehicle for them getting new recruits, but I am saying this is definitely going to help <clears throat> start the conversation at very least. Yeah, and be like, I want to be a fighter pilot. I want to be the, the very best. best. Yeah, um, I mean, because case in point, that's exactly what happened after the first Top Gun. Yeah, mind you, that was in the eighties. But right, you know, kids were less informed, didn't have the internet at their fingertips, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. I'm saying. Top Gun Maverick was really cool and a good movie and a very well-made movie. Yeah. So, you know, I think with all those things together, I could definitely see some younger impressionable impressionable people who maybe already had an inkling of wanting to be part of the military being like, I want to be part of the Navy Mm. and I want to fly planes. That's what I want to do. Maybe we've just aged out of being influenced by any kind of media like that oh we certainly have my friend <laughs> they don't want us i'll tell you what yeah 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 so oh, yeah can you imagine like the the liberal jaded cynical just a bunch of 30 somethings with grays in their beard going i don't want to fucking be here two fat podcasters join the army <laughs> what could go wrong everything everything <laughs> will go wrong I'll press all the wrong buttons on purpose. <laughs> Is this record? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me the launch codes. No. They're launching tonight. They've been in worse hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they have. 
<laughs> and anyway, we made it, right? We yeah. Made it, right? So far, so far. <coughs> so far. <laughs> <laughs> the the decade's young. Uh, I want to be the very, very best. No one ever was. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> to catch them by real test. Train them is my car. Fun fact, I had that CD. <laughs> you did? I did. I did. Yeah? Yeah. One of the... What, what else was on it? Did they have, like, the Squirtle rap? Uh, I mean, they definitely had the Pokemon rap. Yeah, the Pokemon rap. Yeah. Yeah. Geodude. Uh-huh. No, they definitely had that. I don't know what the rest of it was, though. Well, it's got to be the, the theme song, yeah. the Pokemon rap, probably all of the, the musical themes from each uh, town. Yeah. I don't know what other vocal thing could be on there. I'm sure there's something... Some something weird they put in the anime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's weird that that is one of the only vehicles that started the way that it did and went the way that it did, right? Because it was an anime that they turned into a video game. No, it was a video game that they turned to an anime. Yes. Flip that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Yeah. Because they had, like, it was this weird, like, because usually it, it starts off as, like, a manga that explodes and becomes sure. everything else that it becomes. Then they turn it into an anime, and then it becomes a video game. Yeah. yeah. Then you get the movie, then you get the live action thing, then you, yeah. you know, you get the plush toys and all that stuff. But this one starts off as, like, this simple uh, JRPG. Monster collector, yeah. And then becomes all this other shit. And then... A card game. So wait, was the what was first? I think was the, the card game first. I think the video game was first. I'm gonna do some research. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> yeah, we need to know. Gonna, I'm gonna do my own research. Um, yeah, do my own research. But no, no, because it had no. The video game was first because it was created by Nintendo. Uh, right. Uh, Fuck, Let's I don't see. fucking know anymore. The video games came first. Yeah, because yeah. Nintendo had their hands in it. Yeah. What came first? <laughs> yeah, because I remember, the, didn't didn't the OG games come out in like the 90s? The OG game came out, if if I'm not mistaken, in nine, late 96, early 97. Don't quote me. Quote me, though. Pokemon game come out. 96. Oh, early, early 96. Early 96. Yeah. Yeah, I said 96, but I said late 96. I don't feel good about my answer anymore. That's all right. It's fine. You got it. You didn't go over, so that's yeah. what matters. Yeah. You still get the money. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now we're just... I mean, we talk about Pokemon for the next like hour and a half if you want. We definitely could. But let's just cut it here. I think we got a good, nice little episode for the people out yeah. there. Yeah. You can take this and you can listen to this anytime that you need to. Whenever you're feeling down, whenever you're feeling like the world is 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 just <laughs> crushing you and you just want to you just want to turn it all off for a second. And you know what? I have an hour and a half to spare. Not of despair, but an hour and a half to spare. Oh, he's spitting now. Uh-huh. And what I want to do with that hour and a half is I just want to enjoy myself and I want to listen to two. Be nice. Brown, 
round Kings. mounds of rebound. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, 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 just just talk about all the things that they've been enjoying in this this week uh, this this week of the Lord, uh, June, late June. By the time you're hearing this, we'll probably be in July. We'll definitely be in July. So, um, this is what we were enjoying in late June, yeah, of 2022. So, right? Yeah. All right. No reason to do a cheers of the week because this was literally a cheers of the week. Do you have anything that you do want to cheers to? Um, I'm going to pander. A pander away. But I'm going to say for women who've had it very rough for a very long time. <laughs> Some would say forever. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Man, it must suck to be a woman. <clears throat> You just undermined my entire <laughs> my entire cheers. But that's fine. I didn't undermine it. You could still you could still do your thing. It's like I I put a cupcake on the table and then you just <laughs> chucked it off. No, I mean it. Has, it, it <laughs> okay, I'm with you. Let's review the beers. No, 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 no. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's rewind. Let's try again. Let's try again. Cheers. It matters this time. It does matter this time. Mm. Uh, no, it mattered before, too. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It still matters. It always matters. Uh, yeah, we're just going to leave it with that because in all seriousness, the reason that we're <laughs> – the only reason that we're even doing this episode the way that we're doing it uh, is because of the the, the – I mean, there's more than a few elephants in the room right now. Right, so. right. And believe you me, uh, we're not ignoring them so much as trying to provide a space for people to just enjoy themselves for a little while uh, until they have to venture back out into the world and, and continue facing uh, a barrage of what seems like endless... Bad news. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this is our gift to you guys. Hopefully it helps. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's review these brewskis. Let's do it. So uh, from the Winwood Brewing Company, the Pops Porter. Robust Porter. Obi, what'd you think? I love it. I think it's very, very, very good. Very flavorful. Um, not too much. It rides that edge of, you know, uh, having a, a ton of flavor, but also not being, like, overly sweet, overly chocolatey, uh, really overly anything. I think it... it hits right up against that that guardrail and you know you're the porter guy i'm mm -hmm. not the porter guy but speaking is not the porter guy this mm -hmm. is a refreshing return to the porter um type mm -hmm. that we haven't had in a while so <clears throat> i'm gonna give it a five i thought it was excellent yeah this was certainly a labor of love as noted by the description on the beer, what it is, why it was made in the first place. I mean, <clears throat> perfect. Just crack them open. You know, uh, it, it, it's it's light. You know, you can it's not one of those. It's it's not one of those like uh, cold weather uh, porters. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it comes in at six point two percent. So, you know, lower end of those darker beers. Mm hmm. 
and uh and 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 you can feel it man it's it's an easy drinker but it's it's more to me i i i really like i like box i like dark lagers i like stuff like that that's like maltier hint of caramel maybe chocolate um but kind of light you can still you know toss them back you know i i and and you know this is this is this is right there in that in that same vein i'm i'm biased i'm gonna give it five five and a half nice nice i like it i am i am you know five and a half all right <clears throat> think we got it i know we got it all right well uh, before we get out of here, I, I want to apologize. I feel like I did undermine your point a little bit. And I feel bad. I <laughs> Don't apologize to me. Uh, no, I want well, ap- apologize to the women. <laughs> I apologize to you guys too. This is, I don't. I don't want to uh, undermine the seriousness of of what's going on in the world. Yeah. Um, but also, that's the point of this fucking show. Not to undermine, but to uh, 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 try to get. To make, subvert, I guess. Yes, yes. Make, uh, not even make light, but, you know, just... No, but when you have a point, I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to shit on the point being made. It's okay. D- I can disagree, but I don't want to shit on it. You, so. you disagree with cheersing to... No, what, no. Is that what you're saying, Marco? <laughs> it's not what I meant to say. Uh, this has been the one bear... No, I... But do I... I, I do just want to apologize. I, I'm sorry. You're, you're fine. We <laughs> all... We all forgive you. Uh, well, me and the women. Yeah, well, talk to certain women. <laughs> I can't speak for women, so not for you all guys. Let us know in the comments. Don't do that, please. Don't do that. I have enough. I have enough troubles as it is. This Boy. has been the One Beer in Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa. I'm not bald. I shaved my head. You understand? And for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. Yep. Yeah.